Welcome to The Right Hand Life, the show where we empower women to harness their inner strength, confidence, and passion in Christ so you can fulfill your dreams in your business, your marriage, your family, and in your life. Because every beautiful lady needs the right hand. So let's dive in. Hello, and today's topic that we're going to discuss is having the courage to change. One of my favorite scriptures, not scriptures, but prayers, I guess, that we all know is the serenity prayer. You've all heard it. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. It's a very popular prayer, probably one of my favorites, and I just absolutely love it because it speaks to having wisdom to know what to change and being strong enough and courageous enough to make a change. We as a human race, we're not meant to stop growing. Now, I know we are always meant to to keep growing, to keep changing. No living thing on this earth is meant to stop growing. We're all alive and we're all destined for change. Life and its progress is always about reinvention. How am I reinventing myself? How am I going to reinvent this or that? And I did this to say that there is an achievement when you change. Whenever you find something about yourself that you want to change, you need to find ways to reinvent it. First thing you can definitely do is to let go of the familiar. Oh, the familiar. Having that familiar personality, that familiar guy, even though he, that familiar relationship, that the familiar is comfortable. The familiar is cozy and we don't have to step outside of our comfort zone when we're with the familiar. And that's not it. That's not courage to change. That's stagnation. That's that's not moving forward. And us as a human race, we are always designed to keep moving forward. So one of the, and the next thing that I suggest that you do when you're trying to have the courage to change is to see yourself outside yourself. Look out, what do you see? What do you see that you want to change? Look at your life, look at the world around you. Imagine that you are a, a painter and you're looking at your canvas and you're always looking for ways. What can I do? What can I gain? What, how can I make it fabulous? How can I change it? When a painter looks at it, there's not a very strong emotional attachment to the changing of their process. They just do it. You are a work of art, always in progress. You're always working towards the mark of the call of the high calling. Next, you need to find the habit associated with the thing that you desperately want to change. Most of the time, people we focus on, especially I've done this a lot, I focus on 
I focus on the end result of the change instead of focusing on the habit that caused me to need to change in the first place. Like, for example, when you try to solve being overweight with doing a lot of, you know, crunches and you try to do a lot of sit-ups without acknowledging that the first main problem that caused you to be overweight was eating, was overeating and poor diet. So to truly start to reinvent yourself and reinvent what you want to change, you have to find that habit that created the bad thing in the first place, whether that be a person, whether that be a thing. You just got to adjust. And then you have to practice your change every day. You have to practice because change starts in the mind and you have to change your mindset. It's change is not something that you do some days and then take a break from it other days. Change is a lifestyle. Change is, it can affect every aspect of who you are. It requires daily dedication to the point where your new habit has to take place of the old one. And then eventually it doesn't become hard. It doesn't take so much conscious effort. And another thing that you must do is you have to set realistic goals. You can't just wake up one day and say, I'm not going to be impatient anymore. Yes, you are. I'm not going to eat that piece of chocolate anymore. Yes, you are. I don't know what it is about us as people, but when we decide that we're not going to do something, it's that much more attractive to do. But you have to acknowledge that you that your change doesn't happen immediately. It doesn't happen overnight. Now, sometimes it will. And as a Christian, God, he can do miraculous overnight change. I'm not saying that he can't. But another thing, sometimes that change is gradual. And as one of my mentor, uh, Mrs. Ferguson says, is to give yourself some grace. Some habits took years to form. And so it's going to take years to change. I wanted to tell a testimony that about um, my change. But we'll get into that in a minute. Another thing that you do when you're trying to change and have the courage to change is to constantly look in the mirror. When you really stop and look at yourself and say, what is it that I want to change? How bad do you want to change? You have to reflect on what is it that needs to be worked and find people to surround yourself to help you with it. Find a mentor, a pastor, a therapist, whoever. For me, I took on the form of a mentor. And she has started to work where I'm changing my mindsets, changing how I see myself and changing how I walk and talk and just really working on change from the inside because change starts on the inside. And the biggest thing with change and having the courage to change why people don't do it is because it takes risk. You have to take risk. Change requires you to step out of your comfort zone. You're only growing when you do that. 
unless you're willing to take that uncomfortable leap into the unknown, you will forever stay where you are. You will forever stay in that bad relationship. You'll be forever stressed out. You'll be forever this and that and the other. You have to be willing to jump outside of yourself. And that to me, that serenity prayer is all about this, about jumping outside of yourself, finding the courage to change what you can. My testimony that I wanted to share when it comes to having the courage to change, this main testimony is about, and I know it's going to sound superficial, but it's been a journey for me, is my teeth. Now, I don't really have a whole lot of people I talk to or the people who do know me know that I don't, I didn't talk much. I still don't talk much, to be honest. I never smiled in pictures for years. This, the whole issue with my teeth started right after the birth of my first son. So it's been about almost 10 years since I was able to actually open my mouth and talk to people and to, or even to crack a smile because they were, because of my certain health issues and as a diabetic and because genetically, just in my dad's side of the family, we have bad teeth. They were breaking, they were constantly just, they were, I mean, when I mean breaking, I mean so many broken teeth, it's not even funny. And for years, I pushed it away, pushed it aside. I made excuses. I figured if I ignored the problem, and trust me, don't get me wrong. Well, maybe you should be brushing your teeth and all that. that, that. No, I was doing that. They just were just breaking. They were just falling apart. And it started to really whittle down my self-esteem. And like I said, to the point where I very rarely spoke to anybody. If you see me smiling in a picture, it was, you know, it looked like a phony smile. But this year, because I I call 2020 my year of transformation this year, God really started to deal with me. And I was like, okay, I need to do something. This is this has gone on long enough. I can't keep living like this. I can't be scared. I can't do what God wants me to do if I'm living into this this place of fear and denial. So after doing some research and I prayed and after going to the doctor, because again, I had gotten another abscess. And the thing that will cause change the fastest is either severe pain or severe fear. That'll make you change quicker than anything else in this world sometimes. Some, sometimes your fear of staying in that situation overrides your fear of the change. And that's kind of what happened to me because I kept getting abscesses and because, you know, it's in my my mouth, which is in my head, I don't want to get severely sick because an abscess can spread. So I started really researching it. And then finally, the only option we were left with is to do the whole partial implant thing. And let me tell you guys, when we start, me and my husband, we sat down and we discussed it. Oh, my God. You know, the tears I cried. I was just... Oh, I cried for days. It was not an easy thing to accept that here I am in my 30s, not even late 30s, early 30s, and I'm going to have practically a mouthful of implants. 
uh, it was not easy. I just cried. I cried so hard. And I was worried about what will my husband think because when he met me, he met a be- he met a beautiful feminine woman, and now I've just evolved into this frumpy housewife mess. But you know what my husband told me when he saw me? He said, "I see, I see you as I've always seen you as a beautiful woman, the mother of my children, the woman that I love. I love you no less. In fact, I love you even more now. And my biggest concern for you right now." is your health. That's what my husband told me. He was more concerned about my health than anything. No matter the cost to get to the pool of lace. So after sitting down with my dentist and phases later, and here I am today, when this podcast airs, I'm on the eve of the major part of my, of my dental restoration, phase three, where I will be getting my dental implant. So nervous. Still shaking up. Still like, oh my God, I don't believe I'm doing this. But it's a change. It's a risk because I'm not sure how it's going to be. I'm not sure of what's going on, but God opened the door for me to go to this change because he wants something more for me. And it's the same with some of you ladies out there. God wants to promote you and move you to a place, but you have to be willing to take the risk for the change, for the transformation. And I'm here for the transformation. Ah, So here I am on the eve of my dental surgery. And I'm thanking God that he gave me the courage and the wisdom to go forth with this change because I know I got something important to do. I know, and having people not look at you looking like uh, ugly Annie in the mouth is a big step. Now I know some of you women are thinking, okay, that particular change and stuff, that's that's expensive. That's this. That's that. But no, 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 no. When God has set in motion for a change to happen to you, he will make a way for you to do it. You just got to have the faith to step out and walk in it. And that's what I thank God right now for that, for giving me the faith and the courage to step out in it. Because trust me, this decision was not the easiest it was the it was one of the hardest decisions i think i've made because i didn't want i don't want people to i've always had this fear of people looking at me funny and i'm like well people are already looking at you funny you don't talk you very and when you do your very your self esteem and your confidence is not up there and people notice it and i don't have that thing that my mentor mrs ferguson was talks about about having my presence and poise it was, it's just not there. It was lacking. But I'm not worried about it at all because when I once this is done and once hope once the swelling goes down, I'm gonna be out here just cheesing every step of the way. Because don't because trust me, when you've been suffering like that for almost 10 years.
it's amazing. I just can't. I can't wait. And when you got, I can't wait for you guys to see me. I'm just looking forward to it. So stay strong, ladies. I want you to have the courage to change. And remember another thing, being reinventing yourself is an art. It's a process. It's not a quick fix. It's not an overnight solution. It's a day in and day out practice until you realize who it is you want to be. You are already who you were all along. You just had to realize it. You are a beautiful, confident woman. And I have to realize, I had to realize that about me because I didn't see myself that way. And I'm starting to learn, especially with my mentor, with Mrs. Ferguson's classes about, I have to see myself in that light first before anybody else will see me that way. So I want you ladies to take care. And remember, have the courage to change what you can and the wisdom to know what you can change and accept what you can change. I love you and you can't do nothing about it. You ladies be blessed and we'll talk later. Thank you for listening to today's show. I hope it has inspired you to harness your own confidence and inner strengths. If you would like to reach out to me, you can do so on my website at therighthandlife.com. You can also check me out on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know the deal. Also, if you would like to support this podcast to keep it going with any contributions, please check me out at Anchor. Dot fm forward slash the right hand life and as always i love you and you can't do nothing about it be blessed